0: Welcome to the Strength for the Day podcast, hosted by Pastor Dennis Fountain of Moses Lake, Washington. Each of us need encouragement and hope for everyday life, and we hope that you will find that strength with us as we study God's Word. Let's dive right in and find strength for the day.
1: Hey, good morning, and uh, welcome to Friday. And I hope that you've had a... Uh... A good week this week, and I know that we have just had one of those crazy weeks where it seems like everything just flew by, Mm -hmm. and so I want to give everybody just a second to get on and try to say hi to you, hello to Judy, uh, otherwise known as Mom, and um, I'm here with your new friend. Uh, who I'll introduce in just a moment. Uh, let's see, Jeremy Despain. Man, hey, good to have you on, Jeremy, hey. and uh, glad you're with us. You just had the Tice family. Michael, good to have you from Oregon. Hope you're doing well today, and uh, man, it's been a, a whirlwind of a week as our church gears up for the 10th anniversary, and um, man, I I told Hannah last night, I feel like now Uh, Everything is just going on adrenaline for me, and I'm looking forward to Sunday, um, getting nervous, but super excited about it, and praising the Lord for it. Hi, Molly. Hello to Dennis Fountain, Sr. Glad to have you on, Dad. Um, And anyway, well, this morning, I've got a really good friend here, Sean Tice, and uh, Sean has an incredible ministry that he presented at our church last night, and really a great service last night. If you were at church or online with us, what a service we had. Uh, A challenging message, really just a call uh, to help those who need it. And so I'm going to have Sean, why don't you just introduce yourself and and your ministry and what you do.
0: Yeah, my name's Sean Tyson. I uh, have a ministry called Life Factors Fodless Ministries. Uh, We started about almost 13 years ago, and what we do is we... Help fatherless families. Uh, we spread awareness. We create unique resources, books, web web stuff for them. Um, we also go and speak all over the country, and we help local churches do a better job of ministering to the fatherless uh, with resources and things like that. So,
1: yeah. yeah, and you, everybody out there, we probably all know somebody um, who is either um, growing up in a fatherless home or a single mom. Um, That is in need and all of us. I I know you and I were talking last night. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean to embarrass my own father. Dad, you're on here this morning. But uh, how your story really is very similar to my dad's. And uh, Growing up in a fatherless environment for many years raised by grandparents. But Mm -hmm. then just having men come along and mentor him. And I know that's your story. Why don't you take just maybe 15, 30 seconds and and tell your story real
0: quick. Yeah, I mean I grew up, my dad left when I was about 10 months old. And uh, he never he went from Pennsylvania back to Las Vegas, never came back. And so my, my mom was a single mom then. My brother and sister we were, and I were fatherless. My grandparents helped, you know, pick up the pieces and help us um, overcome it. And so I ended up moving in with my grandparents in second grade. And then I lived with them for years. And then my grandfather passed away when I was in sixth grade. Um, but then I had a bunch of mentors that helped me and, and helped mentor me on my, my journey. And if I did not have those people, I wouldn't, you know, be here. God used them. Yeah, it's definitely
1: awesome to see God's grace and -hmm. uh, and God using situations and using people to Mm -hmm. bring about something incredible. And that's actually... Kind of where we're at in our study, yes. and so we're going to uh, jump in that, and I'm going to have Sean be with us today and, and okay. go through this. But I want to welcome you to Strength for the Day, and again, this is that time every day where we can just get in the Word of God and maybe get one or two principles to think about through the day, be encouraged with. And I've enjoyed the study in in the Book of Ruth, and we've been in the Book of Ruth the last two weeks. And uh, if you have been with us on the journey, then you have uh, probably been challenged. I know I have been strengthened, been encouraged. What an incredible book the book of Ruth is where you discover um, this incredible story of God's grace. That's really that's really the book of Ruth, and we're going to talk about that. But just very quickly, let's kind of get a, re- a recap. Of course, Ruth chapter 1, we meet Elimelech and Naomi, this couple from Bethlehem, Judah, uh, who travels from Bethlehem, Judah, all the way to Moab. They leave during a time of, of famine. And of course, it was a time when uh, things were not going well for them, and so they made a a decision in a discouraging moment. And we use that phrase that discouragement can often be the lens by which we view everything else. Mm -hmm. And we need to allow God to encourage our hearts and not make uh, um, major life decisions at a discouraging time. Mm -hmm. And so that's what Elimelech and Naomi did with Malon and Mm Kilion. Of course, Melon and Kilion. Melon would marry Ruth. Kilion would marry Orpah. And then Elimelech, Melon and Kilion all die. And so now you have three widows. Now you have uh, two daughter-in-laws with their mother-in-law and no husband around. a Fatherless culture and uh, a uh, fatherless situation. Yeah. And then we find Naomi coming really to her senses and God in his grace, bringing her back to, uh, to Bethlehem, Judah. They get back to Bethlehem, Judah. You know the story uh, when they get back that Naomi um, begins to help Ruth understand who she is and, and their God. And Ruth begins to want to provide for Naomi and begins to glean. And of course, she just happens upon the field of Boaz And we know it wasn't just happenstance. It was really a God-orchestrated thing. It was the grace of God all over the situation. Naomi found out that Ruth was on Boaz's land and said, Hey, he's a near kinsman. And then we begin to explain to her the principle out of Deuteronomy 25, where the near kinsman could marry the widow and raise up seed to the family's name. And of course, Uh, She tells Naomi tells Ruth basically to go propose to to Boaz, uh, Ruth chapter 3, and she does that. And then uh, we we watched yesterday as Boaz said to Ruth, well, I'm not the nearest kinsman. Uh, There's somebody else that could redeem you first or somebody else that could have the land and marry you, but I'll take care of it. And Boaz goes to that man and that man resists that uh, opportunity and says, no, I can't do that. And we found out yesterday that Boaz, uh, Boaz was the one that that married Ruth and then would raise up seed uh, for the name of, Mil- of Malon and for that family. And what a, just a, an incredible story. And I want to read the last couple of verses today and really just get a, a very quick principle. And I want your take on this. I, I don't want to talk the whole time. No, I want I'm your not. take in, in uh, what stands <laughs> out to you about the book of Ruth. So be thinking about that. But the verses we're going to look at today... Ruth chapter 4 and verse number 13 through 17, notice what it says. It says, so Boaz took Ruth, and she was his wife. And when he went in unto her, the Lord gave her conception, and she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, the women, excuse me, so this would be the outside women, uh, they said to Naomi, blessed be the Lord which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel, and he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nourisher of thine old age, for thy daughter-in-law, which loveth thee, which is better to thee than seven sons hath borne him. Verse 16, And Naomi took the child and laid in her bosom and became a nurse unto it. And the woman... And the women, her neighbors, gave uh, it a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi, and they called his name Obed, and he is the father of Jesse, the father of David. And of course, verse number uh, 22 uh, says this that Obed beget Jesse, and Jesse beget david here's something just absolutely incredible and i I really it's a very simple thought this morning but something that stands out to me every time i read the book of ruth it is just a beautiful picture of god taking some someone's life that was in ruins and bringing about something absolutely incredible here's why when you look at this it says that david his dad was jesse and Jesse's dad was Obed, and Obed's mom was Ruth. Isn't that incredible? So David's great-grandmother is this Moabite woman. Now, I want, I want you to just catch it this morning, and we've already heard the story, we've already, we know the details of it, but I want us just to catch this thought, that what God did is he took a Moabite woman who was an enemy of God who was someone who should not have had a relationship with God, who was somebody um, by all viewpoints that would be living a life contrary to God. And yet she pursued God, she made God her God, and she followed Naomi. And what we find is God using Ruth and bringing Ruth into his people so that she is the great grandmother of King David and then if you go to the book of Matthew, you discover that she's in the very lineage of Jesus Christ. I don't know about you, but that's grace. That's an incredible picture of God taking something from ruins and bringing about something beautiful. And I have a couple thoughts, but Sean, I want to get your take. What's something from the book of Ruth? I mean, you know the story yeah. well. What's something that stands out to you?
0: I mean, really, it's redemption. Because it's you know, even with our ministry, it's we, a lot of people, they look at it as a hopeless situation. You know, and that's what they were in. Naomi, you know, you can read how she felt. You know, she just, she was a hopeless person. That's how she acted, at least. And, but God redeemed them through it. And it's, it's an amazing thing. Is, and even whatever you're dealing with in your life, you can continue to walk with God, continue to trust God, and know that eventually um, God's going to bring you through it. Um, and I, I just thought it was amazing. I was reading the verses that you told me to check out for today. And, I'm just thinking about even some situations in my life right now that I'm, you know, working through. And and it's just there's hope there because it's like there's going to be um, a time where these things are going to be overcome. You know what I mean? Um, You know, and so we all have those times that come up where we face these things. And just reading, looking at the story of Ruth where God said, here, I'm going to, and it's the victory at the end. And we love those movies, right? right. Yeah. You know, we love those stories. Like I was talking about movies last night in my message. You know, we love those movies that have a good ending where they, they end well. And, yeah. and just seeing this, it's like, wow, God really gave, gave them a great ending. Um, but as Christians, our job is just to focus on Him each day. Yeah. Maybe you're waking up today and thinking, my day's horrible, yeah. my life's horrible. Focus on stories like Ruth. You yeah. know what I mean? where And, and look, look at Naomi. Naomi was pretty miserable for a while in the book, but then at the end, She's excited, and she's excited for for what God did, right? Right. And I, I just think it's if any of us, whether you're fatherless, you're a single mom, <laughs> grandparent raising many kids, or whatever situation you're in, you can overcome it through God. Yeah. And and, for, and even if you're not dealing with those situations, you have something else going on, you can overcome it through God. And that's that's kind of what that's what it brought out to me. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah. And it's definitely a, an incredible picture of just that for that word redemption. Mm-hmm. And I love what what you brought up is actually where I want to end today is this thought that um, when you look at the book of Ruth, of course, I think everybody would agree that Ruth and Boaz are kind of the main characters of the book of Ruth, but I really think Naomi's story is a highlighted story through the book, and here's why. Um, Naomi and Elimelech, we started with this, they made a decision at the beginning of their journey that was a wrong decision. It, It really was. To leave Bethlehem Judah during the time of famine, it was a wrong decision. And it, it, it caused some destruction in their life. It caused some heartache in their life. But what I want us to see this morning is that even through a poor decision, Naomi began to seek God again. Hmm. And when she began to seek God again, God said, Okay, now I can use your poor decision and I can bring about something incredible. And so what Sean just said is where I want to end this morning. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what decisions you look at and you say, man, there's no way. There's no way that God could bring about something beautiful out of this. Um, there's no way God is even working in this. You know, there's plenty of times in our life, aren't there, that we look at a situation and we think, oh, man, God, I, I don't see God anywhere in this. Think about the story of Esther. Man, the whole book of Esther, the name of God is not listed. And yet God is all over that book. Mm -hmm. Think of the story of Joseph. Joseph being sold by his brothers and then uh, forgotten and then left and uh, falsely accused and left in jail and all those things. Joseph could have said, man, God is against me. And yet what we see is Esther, Joseph, Naomi coming to a place where they just trust in God and God created something incredible. God used it. To create something very beautiful. And so my challenge to you this morning is this. Whatever you're going through, don't doubt that God can do something with it. Whatever you're going through, know that God can redeem it for something incredible. And for those of you out there that are, are just kind of struggling through life, and maybe as Sean said, you woke up this morning thinking uh, this situation hopeless. This relationship is hopeless. This financial situation, I can't do anything about it. Uh, this friendship that is going down the drain, this marriage, whatever it is. Listen, God can bring about something incredible because he is the God of redemption. Mm-hmm. And he loves to show himself strong through those who are willing to allow him to show himself strong and so really today it's a matter of just saying god i want to submit to you god i surrender and i want you to take my poor decision and make something beautiful and you know what to be honest you might not see the full scale of what god has done until heaven you might not but we can every day trust that god you're doing something And so god i'm going to keep seeking you I'm going to keep trusting you. I'm going to keep loving you. And God, I'm going to watch you do what you can do and understand that you are the God of redemption. So I hope that you'd be encouraged this morning. Whatever situation you're going through, just trust that God is working something great. Sean, thanks for being with us. you want to say anything else? Where can people find some information from Um, you? You
0: can go to uh, godismydad.com. If you're a fatherless family, we will be directed to some content there. Or lifefactors.org if you're a pastor, ministry leader. And we'll be able to help you with your stuff. So yeah. check that out. We're on Facebook, Instagram, um, kind of Twitter. I'm not really a big Twitter guy, but yeah, that's where we're at.
1: So I'd say look up yeah. look up Life Factors. Look up GodIsMyDad.com. Look up the Sean Tice family. And if you want any information about them, I'd love to get you connected. Those of you from our church family, if you weren't there last night, uh, jump on and watch the service and be encouraged by the message. But for everybody, thanks for joining us today. Uh, I will tell you next week. All right. Now you need to listen to this announcement. Next week, our uh, morning devotion is actually going to be moving to our church Facebook page, Moses Lake Baptist Church, that Facebook page. That's where it's going to be going. And uh, a lot of the staff guys are going to be doing some of the devotions next week. I'm going to be at a conference in San Diego and preaching in the mornings. And so the timing's not going to work out well. And so, uh, well, I think I'm preaching in the mornings. It's... It's our close friend, Jason yeah, Brown. You never, so you never know when you're preaching. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we're going to move this study to our church Facebook page. And so you can uh, jump on there. And, Jeremy, thanks for grabbing that. Lifefactors.org and throwing it in there. You were the man, Jeremy. And I heard the service there was better than our service, apparently. I don't know. I That's relayed true. the message.
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: well, thanks for being with us today. And hope you have a wonderful day. Remember, no matter what's going on, Trust God, follow God, love God, and watch God do something incredible. Have a great day. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you Monday at uh, 930.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of Strength for the Day. We would love to hear from you if you have any questions or comments. You can do that by emailing us at strengthforthedaypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we hope that today has been an encouragement.